All right, y'all. It is that time of year again. Do you, you guys know what time I'm talking about? Uh, is this the multiple choice question? All right, so I'm going to pick Yes, it is the awards season. So basically, this is when I don't get any sleep. Most of y'all don't get no sleep because you out here trying to be like, oh, yes, got seven BTS. Y'all going to win everything. Everyone's going to get their acknowledgement. Everyone's going to get the awards they deserve, right? Mm. Okay. Um, BTS did. Damn. Okay. So you're not wrong, <laughs> but award season's not always fair to everybody. They have their favorites. They got some biases. Sometimes voting is a little skewed. Uh, there's a lot that goes on during the season. So on today's podcast, we are going to be going over all the things that have to do with award shows, the drama, the tears, the happiness, the joy. And again, did I, did I say the drama? Yeah. I um, bet. Actually, you didn't mention it, but just in case. I'm here for yeah, the drama. Yeah, one more time. One more time. Put the people in the back. For that, um, the, that. the awards category, the winner goes to the drama. So it's time to get connected with Connected Podcast. Today, I am your host, Marie, and I'm here with the lovely ladies of Connected. We got Tandy up in the house. Woo woo. We got the one and only Sam. Yo. And then we got the bringer of all the tea, Nikki. What it do? Yeah, you wow. see what I did there? I, the bringer wow. of the tea, Nikki. I like it. You you a lyricist. I, I got you. I see. I see what you did there. Okay, before we actually go into the podcast, let's go ahead and get some announcements done. First announcement is this Discord and newsletter giveaways. So we want to help you add to your collection because every month for 2021, we'll be giving an album away on Discord and on our newsletter. But the only way you can find out is through Twitter and our newsletter. If you're not on Discord and we can't find your username, but you you found us through Twitter, you're not going to get it. So join the Discord is basically what I'm saying. Also, the newsletter comes out once in a while, so you won't always get a new album through the newsletter. So be sure to subscribe to both the newsletter and Discord. That's the giveaway. Yes. And then we also have a giveaway that's going to be our creator giveaway. We have put together, and we talked about this last podcast, we put together a group of different K-pop merchandise creators, and we are grabbing different items from each of them to make a specialized merchandise box. Great thing about this box, if you are a multi, there will be different groups highlighted in here. We'll have 80s, we'll have GOT7, we'll have BTS, we'll have twice, we'll have all these different groups that you can grab merchandise for. And if you don't win, don't worry, because guess what? These creators are still available for you to go to their shops and buy the merchandise. 2021 is all about supporting these small businesses. So go and support your local K-pop merchandise creator. I really like how you did that. She said, go support your local K-pop creator. Yes. And then <laughs> if, if you'd like to support another K-pop creator, you know, you also have Connected Shop. And Connected Shop, we did sell out of our grab bags. Woo! So if you guys wanted to get an NCT grab bag, unfortunately, they are all sold out. We might be renewing them in the future, but, you know, you have to pay attention, but we do still have our Keepables box. So if you did want an album, a little bit more merchandise to take home, make sure to go pick that up before they are gone. We are in limited supply of those as well. I think that's all the announcements. Oh, oh just, just keep a lookout for us, honestly, because we're going to have so much stuff coming your way for this year. We've planned a lot last year, so hopefully it will come into fruition and you will love what we are giving. Pick up what we're putting down, guys. Yes, snatch it up. So before we get into our main topic, 
I know the first week, we are the first podcast, we did not do a playlist. But from here on out, you'll find a playlist link attached to our YouTube or on Discord or in the many places that we put things. And it will have certain songs with a certain theme. Now, since we're talking about award shows, we kind of want to do a little mini award ceremony for ourselves. We got to choose between a couple of categories, which are Artist of the Year, Group of the Year, Song of the Year, Most Underrated Song of the Year, all of those things. And we only got to choose two out of those categories for each person. And we're going to recommend songs or albums or people for you to pay attention to in 2020. And then we'll talk about our collective winners for 2020. So let's start with Nikki. Nikki, who did you choose? Well, 2020 had a bursting year of talent, but my favorite album of the year, I got to give it to my boy Stray Kids with Go Live, their first Absolutely. their Amazing. first full album. And they came in and was like, yo, here it is. Here's our menu, God's menu, and you're going to eat it up. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that goes to my album of the year. And then I'm going to put a little underrated song of the year. There okay. were a lot of groups out there that came through, but nobody was looking because they were blinded by dynamite. So I'm going to give my underrated song of the year to the lovely gentleman of Ace with Goblin, Favorite Boys. Not only was, was their concept amazing. Amazing. Like, come on now. You in them uh, handbooks and... Oh, it was it ooh, it was just ooh. She said ooh, ooh. Um, and the song was just really good. It was catchy. Like for two weeks, I was like, "Welcome to the jungle," and I was like, "What is this song?" That's all I remembered. But that song was fire. So that's my that's my two Stray Kids and Ace. They ruled it in twenty twenty. Okay, and then Marie. Yes. So you proceed to give us what you see, you know, something like yeah, that. What I see that y'all need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. completely butcher the name of the song, but my underrated song of the year comes from a group that is also underrated. We're going to talk about one team. And the song is Ole Ukulele. Butcher the name of the song. <laughs> butcher it. I'm sorry. But For the more generic version, Ulele Kolele. Yeah. I'm trying to say it like them, but I can't. But that song was honestly so fun. Like when you listen to that song, you get super excited. You just want to dance. You just want to jump. And it was just a playful song. And even watching the video was playful. One team does not get enough of love. That song only had 300,000 views on it. So that tells you how underrated that song Which is really actually is. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think it was one of our favorite songs that month. Yes. Like in general. Oh, it was. Yeah. And I actually was watching a YouTube video and I saw kids saying that. So I'm like, now whenever I hear it, that's what I think of is one team. My group of the year, my group of the century. Yes. I'm, I'm going to get emotional. So I'm just going to go ahead and say Tell got them. seven. That's that's all. Got seven. Um, Y'all just, y'all always did that. Y'all always be mm -hmm. doing that. And, you know. They're going to keep I'm sad. That. Move on. Somebody else. Go, go. I went with album of the year for me was wavy all day, every day, because I could not get over how amazing it was that album um, was. was. It was ridiculous. Album. I don't I don't know what kind of producers they got. I, yeah, okay. We need to yeah, we need to have a conversation with those producers and right. ask them to do this. And again. those exactly. choreographers. And absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Can we not talk about okay. Mm -hmm. Anywho <laughs> 
And then I went with Artist of the Year because this was near and dear to my hearts of hearts. And that was Wano. Because he oh, kicked the game. He came through. Oh, sorry. I had to get that okay, out. I'm, sorry. I'm over here doing the I'm doing the music for you. I got you. I love that. Wano had a really amazing debut as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Um it's really interesting. A lot of people from like other groups that leave for whatever reasons right. don't have such a prominent comeback. This was like to me okay. unprecedented. Yeah. I didn't I wasn't I knew it was gonna be good. But he really worked really hard on like giving us what we need. And he came back like he was always a solo artist. Oh yeah, Listen, was like, that man is a star. He's a star. He was like, <laughs> I know what y'all want. Let me give it to you. Oh man, girl. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I had to. I had to. And then for me, um, artist of the year. You know, I had a hard time, but this girl, she captured my heart, my spirit. And she's just, I just, I just love her. BB. BB did the thing this year. She had, she was featured on a lot of things. She did a lot of um, live performances. Um, and then her song Casino really, I guess, propelled her. Because I think her first song was Be New. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's like, oh, that's cute. But something about the era after Casino, people just could not stop having her featured on shows. And her personality, if you've never seen her like on her lives or like the way she tweets y'all need to y'all need to follow her because she is a treat and a half her on crush's album was fire everything everything so if anything this is also like an artist you should look out for because she just debuted basically um i think 20 late 2019 maybe Mm -hmm. um so make sure you uh keep a lookout and then for album of the year this was hard this was hard but the one album I kept going back to because I was just so happy about the way that it came out was Lay's album, Lit. Wow. Girl. Lit. Don't get me started. It's not lit just the video. Lit. First of all, the, so the song, the video was a whole movie. He gave it. us everything we needed in 2020. We needed diversity. He gave diversity. it to us. Yes. He, he gave us choreography. He gave us visual effects. Mm-hmm. He gave us China to the world, like he said. Yes. Everything. Avatar dragons. I'm Thank sorry. you. You're right. <laughs> Co-sign me. Yeah. Um, but on like further into the album, it was just a more co- cohesive album for him. Sometimes, like I'm a you know, Lay is my exo bias, so I try to listen to everything that he does, but some of his songs just don't hit. This whole album hit. Like I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it there. So the last thing that we did, right? is come up with the group and the well, that we're looking forward to and then our song of 2020. So the song of hey, 2020. This was a unanimous decision. There was no unprecedented no discussion, <laughs> just straight facts here. Yeah. And it was yeah. Kong Daniels Waves <laughs> featuring Jamie and Simon Dominic. You know, that- for as much as we try to stay away from Kong Daniels stuff... <laughs> He does always come up. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, like um, uh, Daniel, cut us a check. Like, come yeah. on. we're like your best promo she here. Said, cut pay us, check. sir. Pay <laughs> us. Pay me um, my money. You can't say the song without body rolling. I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but no, no, no. Honestly, I'd be like, roll. 
Out see parts mm-hmm. like I could see Hannah, like set eight. <laughs> yes. Can I just say Marie was saying that Hannah do set thing for weeks after? Yeah. Yep. Yes, I was. And I will continue saying. And this Hannah do is give me three some. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Anything. He took us to the dance hall. He really Let's, yeah, dance hall. He gave us actual Carib Afro Caribbean beat mm-hmm. dance hall dance moves to compliment it because it wasn't just any dance moves mm-hmm. mm. that choreography hit different dumb, and, dumb. Then yeah. Simon, and then they Simon, oh, Simon hit oh, different. Simon, let's not can we not talk about Simon Simon came on the track like a beanie man and I was like <laughs> I Sean was Paul like, I was like yes he was like like nah he was bugging yeah. he was bugging on that track like, just making us feel some type of way. Ma- he made me feel some type of way. I'm like, I need to go to Busan. Like, I literally oh. kept listening to it. Like, did he really do this? I like, went back on his part multiple times just multiple to get at time. some type of way. I was like, <laughs> some type of way. <laughs> his outfit, the look, everything about everything about waves was juicy. Like I like Ooh. it just it was. Oh, she was said juicy. juicy. It was. Hey. I like that description. So each of us had different groups you should look out for. Um, but if you guys can run off quickly, one group that you're looking forward to for 2021 to kind of like... Can we do two? All right, let's do two. Do All right, two. CIX Stray Kids. Okay. Sam, what you got? I got MCND and uh, one team. Okay. Nikki? I got one thing to say. Shiny's yes. back. Shiny's back. <laughs> That's it. If you didn't hear it, I said Shiny is back. <laughs> okay. I think just, that's in case, just in case you need to hear it in the back, she said Shiny, Shiny, Shiny is back. back. Shiny. Shiny. I'm actually really excited about that. So um, I had a lot of Bruce Man, but I'm going to say ATs and Itzy. I love Itzy. I just can't wait to see them evolve and maybe give us a full album. And then ATs, they kind of had like a this was a good year, slow year. So let's see what they do in 2021. But, okay. Well, now it's time to get into the tea behind all of these award shows because there is a lot. So they have a lot of award shows in Korea. Like they have a lot of award shows for music in general, but I swear they have a lot in for Korea. For a small country, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, they're smaller than the population of California. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't understand it, but I'm going to name a few. Like they have the Mamas, which is the Emna Asian Music Awards. They got the Golden Disc Awards. They got the Gion, Gion Chart Music Awards. Yes, they got yes. the Asia Artist Awards. That's just some of their awards. That And those are the bigger ones. And then they have a whole bunch of smaller award shows that happen throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the funny thing is, the same people get nominated for all of these. So it's not like there's a major there's no difference, difference in the main categories, you mm-hmm. know? They're basically, and the ones who win are basically the ones who won in that same category at a different award show. So it's like we're keeping on the trend for that. Well, I mean, we had some surprises this year, but for the most part, we kind of was like, oh, we yeah. kind of know what's going to be going in. There were surprises. <laughs> Did I miss those? Was it group of the year? Group of the year, yeah. Yeah, that one. Okay, okay. I wasn't expecting that. 
Okay, I but, give you that. I give you that. Thank you. Thank they, you. They have they give me some small nuggets every now and then. <laughs> Two words: love killer. That's it. Bye. No, love killer killed everything, yeah. though, but that's a whole different. That's a whole different podcast. Um, <laughs> but the biggest one I think is the mamas. Mm. Would you guys disagree Ooh. with me? No, I would no. like to, but I won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she took the words right out of my mouth. I do the same I mean, thing. But the mamas want to be what I would say is quote the Korean Grammys. Like that is what their ultimate goal is. They want to have that statute, that statute, that level of significance that they are the Grammys of Korea. Um, And it makes sense that they are so big because they're founded by Mnet and Mnet is a huge company in Korea. And they basically run a lot of things Korean based. Mm -hmm. Kind of makes sense that they have an award show because like a lot of things get funneled through them. So yeah, Most things get funneled through them, honestly. They're yeah. basically backed by what is it, CMJ? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. they s- basically su- supply all entertainment in Korea. In my if opinion. it's not Kakao, it's CMJ. Yeah, uh, it's basically a monopoly, kind of, mm-hmm. if you think about it, because they own everything and all goes through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but out of all the award shows, that would kind of be the reason why Mamas are so big because of that, right? And because of them being so big. The amount of drama and issues that come with the mamas is ridiculous. We got them not paying for idols. Like literally the idols come and perform and they don't get their check. We have private after parties that are only for the elite idols. So if you are not one of the top groups or the top um, actors, you're not even invited to these parties. And then we got the treatment. And let me, I think I must start with this treatment. Let's bring out the most recent mamas. We are in COVID, right? Yeah, correct. So you would think that they would do whatever they can to make sure that the artists, because they're bringing them, would be comfortable, right? Right. Yeah. So why did half of the artists that came to perform have to sit in their cars in the cold while other artists got to go inside, have dressing rooms, have places to eat and things like that? And I'm not even saying, oh, it was only the big artists. I'm going to point out Got7. Because, you know, they're always on my mind. They are one of the bigger groups. They're one of the more senior groups, you would think. Taemin, also, he is a senior artist. The most senior artist. Yes. He was Mm -hmm. put out in his car in freezing temperatures, Mm -hmm. waiting to be able to go and perform and then have to go back and sit outside again until he was called. Mm -hmm. So I have twofold, twofold here. Um, I have an issue with the treatment, but it's also like, what is their standard of treatment? Normally, we don't hear what they do. We just hear what went wrong. So it's like, how is this different from other years um, besides them, like, you know, COVID not existing? You know what I mean? It's just very, it's just a very interesting thought to be like, what is the difference between the years? And so that we know exactly, I, there's no excuse for leaving anybody in their car in the cold, especially if they're performing, they need time to do a lot of things on stage. But I'm just curious as, as to like what oversight, you know, what what was going on? Well, I think because this is the year of COVID and because this is different from all the other years, because in the past they've gone to different countries on different days. I remember when I first got into the award shows the mamas was in Hong Kong and Thailand and all these different mm-hmm. parts of Asia. So you didn't have all the artists there at a time. There was some yeah, right. there mm-hmm. 
I think this behavior has always been happening, but because our eyes were distracted by the big lights and the extravagance, yeah, you know, so all the bells and whistles that we're being distracted by with um, as international fans, now we're all home. We have nothing else to do except for watch and now putting them all together in this place. And you're wondering how you have to keep these idols apart because the the thing about the award shows that we love is the interactions between them. Mm-hmm. We, love oh, yes. right. we love to see groups and see the friends. Exactly. Yeah. So now they don't have that. So what else are we going to see? That's when the mistakes get slipped through. That's why we have pictures of 17 all in their coats the whole time standing outside their cars and why these idols are not being fed and all these different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I guess it's, it goes with cancel culture too, because now everybody has more of a lens on things. Cause it, what do we have the internet in COVID? That that's, that's how we're communicating. We're not going to concerts. We're not doing different activities outside. So it's easy for someone to go on social media and be like, Hey, um, this and this is happening and people to pay attention as much as they pay attention now, because there's nothing else for us to do. We're all spectators and it being on the internet just makes it easier for people to point these little things out, you know? And there's always going to be something when it comes to, Oh, if you're the bigger group, you might have the better facilities and things like that. But to just blatantly be like, no, we're putting you out because you can't have you. No, like that's unfair treatment. And the bad thing about this is, they had this award show, and then a week later, they had a different one. I think it was the AAA, the um, Asian Artist Awards. And when you saw the way that they treated the artists there, it was like night and day. They each had their own hotel suite. They each had their place that they can go hmm. to be comfortable, go back to, and then come back. So it's nothing to say, oh, we can't provide this. No, if you are the biggest award show, yeah. then you should be able to provide what smaller award shows can provide for the artists. Just basic treating them fairly. Like it's, we're not asking for extravagance. They don't need all of these. We only want the red jelly beans. Like we don't, (laughs) we don't need any extraness and craziness. Quick question um, based on like what that information that was put out. How do we know that they didn't do this kind of stuff before, but it it only became for somebody to say, that's what I was saying. I don't think it was as extreme as this because mm, of COVID, gotcha. they couldn't have as many people inside. I do think that they just put them in a big room that, oh, like if you're elite, you're if you're on the VIP, you can right. go over here to these rooms and you have your own special facility and things right. like that. But mm-hmm. and then the other ones are like, oh, you can go over there. You know, they got food. They got some snacks for you. But now it was just so blatant because they're like, no, you guys can go inside. Wow. You guys can stay outside. Mm-hmm. And. My thing is, how are they choosing who's the most popular and not? Because like I was saying, Got7 and Team In, those are some vets. Yeah. And yeah. you chose for them to stay outside in the cold. And it's not even like it's like fans, oh, saying I saw videos. Of it. it was the artists posting videos and pictures of themselves uh-huh. chilling uh-huh. in their car and saying, we have to wait outside. Ooh. Were, were they just doing it like, hey, fans? Or was it like, were they complaining? I don't know. I'm just, I'm interested because I didn't From know. The- see those videos i yeah. saw they weren't complaining okay but they were they were saying like yeah it's cold out here we have to wait in the car uh-huh. and blah 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 or like i think i think it was Tayman who had to change or do something in his car what? and so it I was didn't even it, know about this. yeah and his manager was out there helping him and they're like yeah no we have to wait outside to get ready and do all that stuff wow. so it was just the blatant disrespect for these groups covid ain't uh, honestly the hotel thing is the, the best situation right. they mm-hmm. could have remedied all of this with the hotel 
Um, especially for artists that perform, there's no reason why you have to wait in your car if you're going to be a performer. There's a lot of things, logistics on stage right. you need to do right before your performance. So you mean to tell me I can't do any of that? And if the sound messes up, if my dancers don't know this, blah, blah, blah. There's no cues because I didn't get to right. you know, prepare myself behind the stage. Yeah. But at the same time, COVID is a thing. So putting them not putting them if it if it had to do with like they just wanted them in the building, I can understand the separation. Mm. But as Marie was saying, like another award show actually put them in hotels. So that gives them the space, even if it's in their hotel room to practice with who they need to practice mm-hmm. with. I and to stay um, warm. I don't think yeah. that's an excuse though, because that building that they use <laughs> is huge. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. She's right. All right. Hmm. No, I'm not saying that it's an excuse, but like for me, let's just say for me, yeah. if I'm one of the artists and they say, Hey, we're going to put everyone in different places in this building. Even that to me, the proximity of being near any artist that I believe that might have COVID, I'm going to be like, look, I'm going to go to the hotel mm-hmm. across the street because it's my room. It's an enclosed space. Yeah. And if you think about the, the the groups that did have confirmed cases, it's like, well, what if they just got COVID and like, oh, I'm passing by so-and-so. And it's just for a second, but like, it's yeah. it's just, you know... In some ways, they're using COVID as an excuse not to do better, but mm-hmm. it's also for the safety of the artist. So it's a catch-22. I'm not excusing right, their behavior because there's no reason why they should do it this way because there's better ways. They could even do trailers if they wanted to. I was to. thinking that. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that, like the trailers <laughs> that you bring in and out. But then even that, they would have to limit the amount of people that are in the trailers and well, if it's just your team, mm-hmm. then that's different. But like, if, if you're going to separate the spaces even more, that's another way they can do it. Mm-hmm. The yeah. parking lot is open; trailers can fit at the. <laughs> no, that's okay. It could have been handled better, basically. I, th- yeah, I think it, it all boils down. I think it all boils down to money, where they're yeah, willing yeah. to spend the money and where they're not. And we already know Mnet is greedy. They're big yeah. monopoly oh, conglomerate, and they like give me my coin. So this behavior is not shocking to me. Yeah, it's not um, shocking. Yes. It's disappointing. Yes. And so when it comes to some disappointing behavior, when it came traditionally to award shows, and correct me if I'm wrong, they used to do it where the rookies would have the less performance time and they would start to perform first. Mm-hmm. And then as the show went on, the more uh, seniority you had, the a little bit longer of a set you would have, and you would go a little bit further into the end of the show. You would go last. The most senior would go last. So now my question is, when did that change? Because I'm, again, going to use their most recent one. And I'm pretty sure, like, you know, I love me some Tame Men and seeing him first is great. How is he the first one that opens the show? I know. Yeah. Why is Tame Men given a not long amount of time and he's the first one to perform? Mm. And he had two albums that came out this year. Yep. Wow. So, yep. My question is, who who chose this? And like when I was sitting there doing the breakdown, TXT had a longer set. Um, Treasure had a longer set. These new groups that just debuted within a year or two had longer sets and they were later in the show than Monster X, then yeah. Got7. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. The only, group, the only group I would allow that is NCT because they have a freaking militia. And they didn't That's the only group that is allotted time because especially since this year was the year that they had all their groups as one. Yes, that makes sense. Twenty-three members. 
okay you better have more time right because if you break it down math wise if you give each member a minute that's still 23 minutes you also got four groups from them so like they have to count as multiple groups when you break it down you got the group and then we got the separations of the groups so like it makes sense for that um hmm? oh i just wanted to know how many songs Taman did he did two songs he did criminal Mm -hmm. and he did idea but i agree with marie why was he first Mm. and this takes it back this isn't the first time this has happened um this happened if you go a few shows back with exo and it was when oh, one yeah. of them um i'm gonna sh- sh- the one whose name starts with x i'm gonna mess it up schumann schumann he was supposed to perform a solo rap and they pushed his song they changed the time of when he was supposed to perform and moved him from later in the show to earlier in the show and then told him he wasn't going to do it anymore and had to go with his exo set so they basically screwed xo and at that time xols were pissed because they're like how are you gonna change his order and then move it earlier and then say never mind we don't have time for it right and then promote the group as if that that same structure is fact yeah so it's not like this is a new thing for the mamas but it's like you guys are now changing it where you're showing that you don't care about the order of things the way they are are we gonna keep with seniority or are we just gonna do What's the most? Well, for me, as playing devil's advocate is, and then this is like a weak argument, um, is giving those smaller groups more time. Because if you think about it, a lot of the older groups are in the ages where their contract renewals are very soon. So if they disband, right, then we mm-hmm. gave highlight to a group that's no longer going to be producing music where we have new groups that are trying to, you know, capture the spotlight, however, and so putting the giving them a little bit more time and switching up the lineup so that people can be more aware of them, that can be a an explanation. But I don't think the way it was executed, that's not the way. I don't think they were thinking that way. Mm-mm. I think they were just like, let's just put them here. Let's change it up a little bit without giving a real reason why you should do it differently. Because people come to see these shows for these bigger groups. They mm-hmm. learn about the smaller groups. Because they're waiting for their group to come on. That's why it's smart. You put your headliners last, mm-hmm. not first. Because mm-hmm. that's why they're called the headliner, not the opener. Yes. <laughs> so it's just interesting how Mnet in general had this, this whatever they were deciding to do this year. It's like, why couldn't you get your, uh, for a lack of a better, your shit together for the show to function pretty much the same way that you normally do it? Um, during COVID. And and again, COVID should not be an excuse, but it's also an issue that they had to deal with as a company. Yes. So I agree with that. I agree. I think that's a nice way to look at it because it makes it seem like, you know, Mnet actually cares about groups. But in my (laughs) opinion, it is a nice way. I'm just going to get it out. Okay. So why did big hit companies get more time? Because big hit is in Mnet's pocket. Come on now. Their whole, their whole show What was that in hyphen show? I love in hyphen. Don't get me wrong. Island. Island. Produced. Oh, that was produced by Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I didn't even think of that. It's the same thing with SM. They sometimes are in, um, they just got back into Eminem's favor. This is the first time that an SM group has been at a mama since 2017. Since they slided EXO. Exactly. Let's not talk about that. When my boys were crying (laughs) on stage. Not fair. And they use it for advertisements. <clears throat> exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So I just feel like, it, again, from what I said before, it comes down to money. Mm-hmm. I I want to bring up something um, that we talked about. We talked about these subjects before we get into it. And right. this has really been on my mind. I really want to bring it up because I think it's a really uh, prominent question. And it's rig- rigging these award shows. I oh, feel- oh, oh, oh. Okay, so let me just put my two cents in and then, or like, let me give you the question. Yeah. And then you guys tell me how you feel and I'll, I'll go last because I have so many thoughts. I got one statement. On the ba- <laughs> do Okay, so I guess it's later. Do you think all of these award shows are rigged? And then also, like, what about it is rigged? Like, what component of it do you feel like is rigged? I got one response to this. And it, this I'm not saying every award show, but I will say I am biased towards this when it comes to the mamas now. And my response to this is Produce 101. Because that is an Mnet show. And it has been proven that they rigged that show for the group and for the members that were in that group. Now, I do not put it past them if they are going to rig an entire show and create a group that they rig or that they don't rig these events. Because let's be honest, there are some of these events where, you know what? I'm going to take this back to the... What was it? 2015 Mamas. Okay. And Park Jin Young, Park Jin Young, the um, JYP, not not my guy seven baby, but you know, Park Jin Young. <laughs> yeah, we have to won, distinguish. No. <laughs> I got to be very specific. He won the Best Male Artist Award that year for his musical achievements. But the artist that he were against, um, it was Jung Yong Hua and Kyun Hyun, Kyu Hyun. Yuhan, yes. They both had better achievements and they both had a better year than he did, but he won that. Now, you know, we I'm not, not saying say, that Ricky is involved, but the evidence shows that, that the numbers didn't match. <laughs> the numbers didn't match the results. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say, you know how they say when a if once a cheater, always a cheater. <gasps> Mnet, you got a history. Just saying. As I said, you know, we bring up Produce 101, and that was this year that that blew up. That it came out. Yes, that it blew up. Yeah. And then after that, I can't trust you. Like, again, I'm not saying every award show does this, but Emna in particular, I just, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Sam, what what do you think? I know that both Sam and I are... Not as avid spectators. I, I, I kind of do my after viewing where I'm like, who won? Right. What are the performances? Because um, I stopped watching award shows a while ago. Yes. However, me being on social media with or through, I guess, basically through Marie. Yeah. Um, I see things that right. I'm like, oh, what is, oh, my God. So for you, <laughs> in a different realm, yeah. how do you see that? Do you think all the award shows are rigging? And then also, what is rigged about? What do you think is mm-hmm. the most rigged? I got you. I got you. To be completely honest, what made me actually stop and turn away from uh, award shows was that I felt they were rigged. Like, some just ain't seem right about some of these wins. And and I, for me, it was performances as well. Like, uh, Mama, the only, what I really viewed about Mama was when people were posting basically when they did their performances on like YouTube and how big and, you know, awesome they were. And I'm, I like that. I like going back to it and be like, oh, that was a, that was a nice performance. Oh, look, they did that rendition. That's cute. 
But I, when it comes to the wins and the really like paying attention to who did this and who did that, like I feel like maybe sometimes I don't have anxiety, but I feel like sometimes I get anxiety from like other people being upset about, you know, what they're going through with, with the award shows. Um, but yeah, that kind of turned me off of awards in the beginning, just feeling like things were not done fairly and I don't know who were pulling the strings and like people at the top, I'm like, all right, it gotta be somebody at the top that said this group had to do this or that artist had to do that. And ugh, it just wasn't with it. I wasn't with the. Yeah. It's just a, it's a little, it's a little grease on it. it it's, so it's like, it's a little slick. A little slimy. And mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know where this is coming from, but it's not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think I feel the same way about you. I just love seeing the performances because we get to see if put it this way never been to a concert they do special performances for a concert the award shows also give you that feeling because they do special performances just for the award show so it's really nice to catch those things and like i i love even no matter what the order how long someone is on stage it gives me an, an opportunity to see what do they look like yeah. performing live yeah. you know yeah um but for me the rigging aspect is definitely i don't know if it's rigging or it's more like how the Oscars had the issue with Oscars So White, where they weren't looking at all of the different types of movies that came out that year. That's big. And they were paying attention to, let's say, let's take, um, let's pretend like, I don't know, a Marvel movie was going to be, let's pretend Black Panther was nominated in every category. But they're nominated in every category because everyone saw it. But the point of you being a committee is for you to watch everything. You get sent, Mm. they specifically get sent these things so that you listen to everything, watch everything. If you're the person, if you're on the committee that talks about the the dressers or the stylists, you need to watch so many different things. So I'm like, do these people actually listen as much? Yeah, are they... what is their process behind the scenes to nominate these groups besides them being a popular group in Korea or a popular group overseas? Let's say uh, CIX. Let's say they were nominated for Jungle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. would be crazy because that means you actually had to watch that video and listen to, to nominate it. it. Yeah. But it's easy to nominate a group like uh, like Shiny or like EXO, because they're big, they know they have a fan base, they know people like them, people be excited, you know, Mm -hmm. and and we can't forget the aspect of K-pop is one of Korea's biggest exports, period. Yep. So, oh yeah, we need to do an award show that has EXO in it and got seven and BTS, because if their fans don't watch, if their fans don't pay, we don't have the We don't, right, Mm -hmm. even though, um, was it On and Off might have a better song, one team might have a better song, it's, card might have a better song but it, it's more about like what gets them the views to make the money more than who actually put out like tracks that you're like whoa this deserves a second look i will say it's kind of similar to the what do they call it the music shows like um music bank and things yeah, the like music that. bank right because um, if you look online, right if you look mm-hmm. online there are there are only clips of the big groups that have performed and such. But I for the one time, I think a few months ago, I actually watched an episode live. There were all these other solo artists and indie artists out there. I was like, what? Who are these people? I've never heard them before. And I actually like this music. So there's 
um, the award shows and these music shows are not giving visibility to the artists from smaller companies and um, smaller labels. And I don't think it's fair. So when it comes down to it, they play favorites. Some of us think that these are rigged. And do you guys, we didn't really clarify. Like, I only think that Mama's is legitimately rigged. The other ones, they might have some rigging, but I don't think they're as bad. Do you guys think that it's just Mama's or do you think it's all award shows? I think it's all. I think, I don't think it's all, but I think they don't do their due diligence. I think they do what's easy and do what's popular and then choose between what's popular. So even if, let's say, even if Masa X wins over BTS, they're still two popular groups. Mm-hmm. They're not looking at the smaller groups. You're like, not going like, to see a, a Stray Kids win over BTS. or oh, Exactly. Wow. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't think sense. all of them are rigged. I just don't think they're actually listening to right. the amount of artists or groups that come out and, and do really good work. And the reason why I think that is because that one year that we talked about before the podcast where Hayes won all these categories, 2017, that she won all these categories. That's because she was there. You know, it's like, you didn't listen to the other nominees. You Mm -hmm. didn't listen to all the other hip hop artists, all the other R&B artists, soul artists. You're just choosing because it's easy and this is what you hear on the radio, but not what was actually good in other realms. What you're going to talk about is what they call chamyon, which is saving face. So if an artist doesn't come to the award show, they're not going to give them the award. So they're just basically going to make it seem like the person who is in those categories, who's there, they actually won, even if they didn't win, but they don't want to look bad and call up a group that didn't even respect the event enough to attend the event, you know? Ooh, I like how you put that, respect the event enough to attend the event. Because really, that's that's another aspect, right. is the company or the groups mm-hmm. being like, no, I'm not attending this right. because they don't respect me. Right. Nominate me all you want, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean I'm coming through. That's how why I you know? stopped going. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm wondering, like, how do we know that they weren't invited, per se? Or is it based on invitation, or is it based yeah. on, you know... I- Look at, oh, yeah, okay. look at YG. Yeah, look at YG. YG and Mnet had a feud okay. some years ago. Because you remember, I think it was like prior to 2016, mm-hmm. all like Big Bang, 21. Um, they all stopped coming. They all were yeah. going. No, they were all going in the past. No, they stopped coming at yeah. that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. A rift happened between Mnet and YG. So yeah. their artists were still getting nominated, but they didn't go. So... Mm. The only group that I can remember that was winning was Blackpink. Okay. Blackpink, mm-hmm. Blackpink will win an award without showing up because that's just Blackpink status quo. They don't go nowhere. <laughs> right, right. It, it's the same thing with making naming those categories. Yeah. One award show separates R and B and hip hop, but another one is hip hop and urban. Like what? No. What is no. urban? What are all these categories? Like they have Girl. so many categories sometimes. And then there are some winners. Like I know it was explained to me that the artists of the year, they will have, or the album of the year, they will have one for each month. So that's why you'll see something With golden that has here. that has 10 different options. Even for the mamas, they had their, what was it? Is it the artist of the year is the one that they do? The world fan choice. Yeah. The worldwide fan choice. Which is that people, one. Yeah. It's multiple people. Well, how do you choose? And is there an order for these? Is there like a number one worldwide band choice, or or do they just do the blanket one? Where are they? Getting and so, the, where are they getting the 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 data? Some people will say it is a um, not an attendance one, but they are trying to 
appease everybody by mm-hmm. doing these type of awards mm-hmm. and it's actually funny because g dragon used to actually troll the mamas <laughs> and when he performed on stage his lyrics said it's been a year mama because you set such a large table or awards you handed out generously so your children don't fight Wow. So he Yo, on stage see? at the mama said, You basically just hand out awards to everybody <laughs> so that people are happy. Where's G Dragon in 2020? We right? need him to drop the facts. You know how much you know how much he believed in this? He posted this after the session or after the concert. He posted this on his Instagram to say, Here are the lyrics that I said in case you didn't hear me. Wow. So you could read what I said. And so I feel okay. like sometimes what I said. I said what I said. Sometimes these big awards, like they hand out 10 or 12 of these awards. Okay. It's just so that everybody is happy. So the the section kind of doesn't have that same special quality anymore. Yeah. I don't it's think not that, going it's not just the award categories, it's yeah. the award shows. We do not need this many award shows. On top of that, the award shows that are supposed to be across Asia. Korea is not the only country. No, they give they give uh, like one award amongst all the other Asian com- uh, countries. There's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is the global Asia world award. So you have Thailand, Indonesia, China, Japan, Philippines, everything. I'm like, how mm-hmm. is how are people okay with like, yeah, we're gonna watch with the Asian Artist Awards, but only Koreans. It's like 90% Korean. And I remember the first time watching that. That was one of the last award shows I watched. And I was like, okay, Korean group, a Korean group. Korean? I, <laughs> I was like, wait, what am I watching? Oh, the Asian Awards. Okay. And then there was, a, I think they do multiple cities too. Okay. So they went to Tokyo, Korean group, Korean. I mean, even, even the mamas, it's Mnet Asian Music Awards. It's not oh. the Korean Music Awards. It is the Asian That's Music not- Awards. Wow. And so, but that tells me though, they can pick the best artists from Japan, the best artists from Thailand, the best right. artists from Indonesia. They pick one in each of those yeah. categories. Yeah. So you guys yeah. can pick one. It's, it's possible to pick one. Yeah. But you have like 50 categories mm-hmm. for the K pop area. It doesn't and make sense. Not even just K pop, putting K pop under artists of the year. K pop is groups. Artists should go to individuals. Yeah. That like have that because there's so many solo artists. They do amazing things and then they get overshadowed by a group yeah. mm-hmm. because they just want to put groups everywhere. So for me to play devil's advocate with this, yes. not towards what you're saying, but in general, mm-hmm. even the solo artists that they choose are from K-pop groups. Yes. Because like, if you think about it, they don't really choose a lot of just solo, solo artists. Like, Fossa won best solo performance <laughs> yeah, that, in the Mamamoo. You're not going to say that. Well, yeah. Taemin won best solo performance but and no, that is... It, I mean, devil advocate on on Taemin. Taemin has been a solo artist since what 2016, 2015. No, so not for him, it's different. So I'm just saying, so I'm just saying, all of the solo artists they choose predominantly are from group. groups. Besides yeah. a few, yeah. like IU, we got um, Jesse. Like, there's a few. Yeah, she, but she, she that's but, different. But, but there are there are multiple artists, solo artists that are actually good. And I think Tandy, you said this before. They're the ballad singers, like are who are not yeah. getting recognition at all. So how do you do? And 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 this is just me thinking of these categories because I'm like, this year was explosive for Hire and for AOMG. They had a lot of good artists. 
um, mm-hmm. come through. They had a lot of good songs. Right, right. But were they nominated for anything except for Lehigh in like one or two of the shows? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting question. I mean, we, we got Zico for best hip hop, but again, no. Zico was. But also, was Zico's song hip hop though? And his yeah. song was more of a pop song. Right. It was a pop. Even even the song he did with Ray summer, was more summer hate was pop. summer hate was even right. more pop than what he normally does. Zico and hasn't so done they, any hip hop since Bermuda Triangle. Let's be so you can see. <laughs> I'ma just I'ma just continue it. on, but you can see here that they show their bias when it comes to these Asian music award shows mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. K-pop. So you guys might as well just call them K-pop award shows. That's you know I understand I mean, it. Really. Not that people aren't going to watch it. People will still watch it. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. You are sliding all of the other artists who do music but don't get nominated for these, which is unfair. They should deserve and get the same respect. And what if we, if we were to do an award show, you know, for me, what I would do differently is, yeah, I will have my categories, whatever, but the performances, um, of course, the more senior groups will go last, but I would choose groups that are like middle tier. Okay. So, like, a group like SF9, having them perform, because they're excellent dancers, but we never really get to see them perform. Mm-hmm. And so, putting highlight on groups that are, like, in the middle of the road of their careers, Ooh, because we usually see brand new artists mm-hmm. and then the senior artists. What happens to the people who are Pentagon. in between that? Pentagon. <gasps> yes. Girl, those groups. There are multiple girl groups More that girl nobody talks about. Newest. I forget how long newest has been no, out newest there. Been and out, then out. I thought, I was like, oh, they're rookies. No, no. They've been out there for a minute. No. So all of these groups. Yeah. These award shows need to rearrange themselves and reorganize themselves to... One more thing. Bands. Day Six is not the only band <gasps> Thank that releases songs. Can we talk about how many we've we've seen actually a lot of bands come out this year. We saw Burstin, which is more of a metal band that come back from a really long hiatus. Um, we had One We, which is like one of my favorite groups. Iz is a yeah, good IZ. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uzi. That's another group, and and it's always the same. Same group. Not saying that Zombie, the one award show I saw, they won for Zombie. Not saying that it shouldn't have won. But then it's like, these other groups also had amazing songs too. They're not diverse. They're not diverse in the groups that they choose. Mm -hmm. They always like the indie artists and the rock categories. Because, I again, I'm a huge Day6 stan. I'm a huge Rose stan. I love them. But they are pop rock. Right. And what about the more rock heavy rock or the more alternative rock? Or there's so many other categories that go with this. The same thing with the hip hop and R&B, putting those together, thinking, oh, that's going to satisfy everyone. Because everyone listens. If you listen to R&B, you must listen to rap. Like you must listen to all of this. So if we give the award to, let's say, Jesse, you're going to be happy that's just a guy but it's like well what about this person what right. about this person what about this person it's like there's so many people who had amazing years and you just chose the person that's face the yeah. face is seen more not their music yes like, you know i love jay park and i love amg and higher and everything but they are not the end all to be all to korean mm-hmm. hip-hop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they are not there are so mm-hmm. many other artists. It's like where is Palo Alto, <laughs> Swervy, right. TPR, like oh, absolutely. there are so many other 
artists out there that are doing the grind but not getting the recognition. And it seems like to go forward in their careers, they need this rec- recognition. So it's yeah. kind of like a rock and a hard place. We look at them as like really big notable artists, but what if there's other what if in the realm they are in in Korea is that they're known as independents or they're underground? So because they're considered that is why they may not be recognized by the big award shows. I don't know. It's just There's also due diligence there. of these people who are choosing Absolutely. these winners. They obviously mm-hmm. don't have a diversity in what they listen mm-hmm. to. And it's become, because of COVID, dang COVID, really just shining lights. Um, if They're really just shining lights on like the half-assedness of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like before we noticed it, but we kind of ignored it because like you said, the, like Sam said, the it's amazing, it's extravagant, it's in your face, you're excited. But then now we're looking at it in the perspective where it's like we have to sit back and really take, wait, hold on, why is he won? Okay, I, this was a good song, but like this song came out, this song came out, this, and it, it really got okay. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to. I don't know how to choose. Like I don't know how to say this group doesn't deserve it because this group deserves it more. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. When the same groups win the same categories all the time, it's like you're not putting in work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, I'm not saying that how you like that shouldn't have won, but Issy also had a great year, and they they've had one of the most viewed songs ever for a, a right. girl group. Yeah. So why isn't their song not like why isn't that the group? Why did you default to this? Because it's like they don't even show up. Blackpink doesn't even show up. So if we're gonna do choose because they came why not choose those people you know Mm -hmm. yes so i agree with that so you know the last thing i want to talk about because this subject we can probably go on for hours and hours about um is going to be the ramifications of these shows and how they actually bring out a lot of fan wars and this can go from small things from an artist not getting nominated to a group winning an award like let's say the worldwide fan award and people not realizing it's a multiple group award. So them freaking out on social media about how that group doesn't deserve it and then start dragging the group. Um, And I feel like the mamas likes to mix the pot. They're known for their drama as it is. So they like to push that um, agenda and that's why they do certain things that they do. But the fan reaction to that is just horrible. Like I've never seen so many people during award shows have to deactivate their accounts because they're like, we're not dealing with this. We're not going to deal with the drama. We're not going to deal with the fights because groups who deserve the awards that they get they really do they work hard for them to be dragged on the internet because they weren't the group that that person wanted to win is just ridiculous wow imagine if we did that for all our um music western (laughs) some western artists that um, imagine the chaos over you know beyonce and stuff not winning I mean, Beyonce had the best album, or I know Taylor Swift was great. Hold on, exactly, wait a minute. Exactly. Like, imagine did, it's basically like that. Did Kanye start fan wars? Because Kanye. I really take it back to rap beef. Yeah. You know, East Coast, West Coast. That's how it feels sometimes being on Twitter <laughs> during award season. I'm just like, yo, is this the Source Awards? Like, squad had to stay away from that squad because they had to make sure they stayed on opposite ends of the building because like blinks and onces can't be in the same Twitter chat. Armies and XOL. There was this one video I saw. Yes. Um, 
with it was like they this was I don't know it was, it was a high like school fight yes I it think was it was from fight. like a karate kid movie and they put like each fandom as each person as a person who would pick a side and what kind of what kind of <laughs> like, student they would be in that like, setting of the high school fight everybody was whooping everybody ass yes the army, <laughs> wait what's um bt um not bts um, army no 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 uh big bang the vips was coming in like, came, like, ooh, like they look kind of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people um, walked away. They ran away. They was like, oh, yeah. but, that, but that's what it feels like being on yeah. Twitter or any social media during mm-hmm. award season. It's like mm-hmm. you have to, especially if you're a multi, like the rest of us are. Bro, you have to have your armor up. Yeah, you have to be careful. You can't say nothing about nobody. You have nope. to. It's horrible. Like, you can't even support. It's like, I got so excited that BTS won an award and I had people drive. Well, you know that they paid for their thing. I'm like, bro, let me celebrate BTS's win, bro. Or the next thing I know, I got got seven winning. And it's like, yeah, I got seven. I got armies coming at me. You fake army. You just saying, yeah, I'm just like, I should. I can't breathe. You can't like two groups at once. Don't you know that? And then we got me over here celebrating about Monster X and Itzy. And I'm just getting, I'm just ducking and dodging and diving because at this point, I'm a target. And imagine, and and the and then you have the things prior to the awards when they want fans to actually vote for something. Like, bro, how do you, as a multi, do you vote? I don't a, vote. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say this now and I can get dragged up and down, left and right. And y'all can call me whatever. I yeah. do not vote. Because I don't think it's fair. No. Because some people go in there and vote multiple times. I know bots are used to vote. Yeah. I'm not playing this game. And also, you are not making me choose between GOT7 and BTS on this damn lineup. I don't care. Some of these categories, you know, they have to choose a song that you're voting for. Like, the song, let's say BTS is Dynamite. Even though they have multiple songs of the year, that's the song that they are like, this is what you're going to, you know, evaluate. It's like, well, I didn't, that's not my favorite song, but- I like the song that they chose for Monster X more. So in this category, I'm going to choose Monster X, not because I don't think BTS should have won. It's because based on the song that you're choosing with the group, I'm going with the song, not on the group. But then people get upset because it's like, oh, you're not a true fan because you're supposed to always, you're you're supposed to, what? Oh my gosh. NCT, my rant's over. I'm going to cut that out. Go ahead, continue. No, no, no. You're, what you were saying was right. It's like, you're as a fan, you're expected to blindly follow and blindly love this group. NCT and- wanted my attention. I'm sorry, NCT just really wanted my attention, so they were calling me. And um, they do that a lot. Yeah, they do. I'm sorry, but yes, what? Yes, rant over. I was getting a little heated because it just <laughs> makes you upset that they be choosing the most random songs as the song that they're you know attaching to the group. It's like in that category, like yeah. yeah. Okay, Louis, I'm going to rant on top of your rant. Add a little more to that rant. Okay, Um, rant. Why was Dynamite even nominated? It's an English song. That's it. Just just saying that. You know what? As as the local army in this group, as the, you know, the one that represents army for this specific podcast, I'm not going to disagree with you. Black Swan and On were amazing. Oh my God. Black Swan and and so they should have been nominated, but because Dynamite had the international appeal, yes, because it wasn't English, because people but, could easily follow the song. I'm not, it was not it made. No, take it back. Three. 
Think it was not me. There's no some of these categories are not voted on by fans, but no. they deliberately chose Dynamite yeah. as the song for BTS. Let's be yeah, they could have chosen BTS regardless. BTS had an album this year. It was called Map of the Soul Seven. Had a single, had two singles, had three singles, but you <laughs> picked Dynamite. And then yeah, no, Dynamite, which has Dynamite their single was no, it was a just yeah, single, no, right? It was, it was most recent. Um, it, it wasn't even the single for the last album that just came out. It was Life, just a song. Life goes on was the it main was their track main single. Yeah. Wow. So Dynamite, Dynamite just was a song today. that they released that had twenty million. It was the song. It was a song that they released that was going to get the international appeal that they needed, and it did because it's on commercials. It's. I think they're doing it for. They're going to be the voice song for Coca Cola. It's on. They are using it for a lot of things yeah. because it had an upbeat feeling. It was an international appeal because it was in English. People can easily play it on the radio. Yes, this, that is the most radio played song I've heard when it comes that's what it to K pop recently that's really in recent times. Mm-hmm. And that's what they went for. And you know what? I'm not mad at them for it because they did what they needed to do to get their name out there even further. And it worked. But when it comes to uh, their best song, we went from fan wars to this. I'm sorry, y'all. When it comes to their best song for this year, it, it should not- have been uh, Black Swan is my number one. And the number two is on because yeah. those were amazing songs. Their artistry was amazing. Everything about what they did for those songs were amazing. And they chose the most popular appeal for these award shows. Because it was the easier of the options. Yeah, I, I like how you ended that. It was the easier of the options, but I don't think it was their. Well, it's you know personal opinion. I don't think it was their best song they no. released this year. No, you know, okay. which sucks because it's like people who do, like who are like me who who love BTS, but like, am I'm more critical about the music we listen to because we listen to a lot of music, all of us. So I'm more critical about what I like the most, and it kind of it's disheartening because it's like there's no scrutiny of based on just the music and not the worldwide perception of this song you know what i mean so that is basically you know that's the easiest way to sum up this whole award show chat they go with the easiest yes they go with what they think is best for them yes and they don't really like they care about the fans perspective on things but they don't they go with what they know is the easiest to swallow right well, what one positive thing that comes out of this is the performances. I'm yes. not going to lie. I enjoy I live for the them. So can we have the show, but without the awards, just the right? performances? Hmm. Oh, there is something called that. The end of year festivals, which I hey. live for. <laughs> and we will do another show about that later on. But you guys, we have talked your ear off today. We've talked about the ups and downs of these award shows, specifically, you know, the mamas. And thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Connected Podcast. Candy, where can they find us at? They can find us everywhere at K-O-N and E-C-T-D-E-N-T, put a dot com. That's a website. By the way, website is revamped, renewed. All our content is there. You can find it. You can find the new podcast. You can find Connected Podcast. The videos that we do on YouTube, you just want to watch it in one place. Check that videos page. Want to know what Connect is all about? We do have the team, which you'll see us, as well as what is connected really. Like, who are we? Who we meet? Um, You can also support us by rating us on all of these services, especially iTunes. Give us a little five stars. Tell us a note. 
Why do you like us? Why do you listen? We would love to read those out on the podcast. That would be amazing. Yes. So this podcast, we love that you support us and that you stick around every single week. But if you would like to help us grow, which we'll be using any of your donations through Kofi or Patreon to help us upgrade our equipment and just push Connected Vision further, please consider donating just a little bit, just to buy us a soju, a coffee, you know, not too much. Some kimchi to put with the rice, you know, because our rice is dry right now. Um, (laughs) But seriously, there's so many ways you can support us. And even if it's just listening to us, we really appreciate it. Um, But yeah, anything else, guys? Am I missing anything? I think I got just one more thing to say. Oh, okay. What you got? Connected. Over and out. Bye. Bye. Two hours.